Welcome to Chronicles and Coffee, a show dedicated to scavenging the book and writing industry. I'm Olivia Brooks, your host, doubling as a tour guide as we navigate books, writing advice, content creation, and the depths of reading through casual conversation between both you and I, as well as with others in the industry, as I speak with them on their experiences and chronicles. So grab a cup of coffee or tea if you prefer. There is so much to unpack and so many voices to be heard. Welcome back to Chronicles and Coffee. I am your host, Olivia Brooks, and this is a podcast for writers, readers, and book lovers. Today is another solo episode coming straight from my college apartment. Uh, The sound is completely unimaginably unpredictable, so I had to find the exact right time to try and film this. Um, Today, I'm going to be talking about imposter syndrome in a creative field. I really have been feeling this lately as I try to pick up my content and explore new mediums and medias for chronicles and coffee, Um, especially being back on campus and getting involved with the school and having this creative side hustle that I'm trying to pick up. The imposter syndrome is real, we can just say that. I thought that this would be an interesting show to quickly dive into, kind of on the same time frame as my past few episodes, to get to know a little bit more about me on the more mentality mindset side, just as I had these past episodes into getting to know me and what I feel about writing and reading, my favorite genre, an intro to me, all that. So you can expect some interviews coming up, which are very exciting, but this is the first scheduled Wednesday episode, regular weekly episode, and today it is on the imposter syndrome of Being in a creative field, whether you are a college student, whether you are a grown adult with a nine to five working a writing or some sort of side hustle at night, Um, whether you just like to read and you get nervous to share your thoughts on a book, the imposter syndrome is real. And the imposter syndrome can range from just not wanting to talk about it with your family because you're scared of what other people may think or nervous of what a professional may think because that is definitely a huge factor that played into me even creating this podcast is the imposter syndrome of I'm just a college student what do I have to give but overcoming that is a huge step into understanding that everybody starts from somewhere and everybody has their own experiences and two cents to give and that is the whole recognition of chronicles and coffee is that no matter what position you're in you deserve to be a part of the the conversation that everybody has a voice that needs to be heard and the book industry is so saturated and needs new and authentic authentic ingredients to this huge recipe that's everlasting so let's just dive in imposter syndrome is a I feel like it's a subconscious but also conscious mindset that everybody has to deal with every day on different levels. For me, it's some days I feel it heavier on my shoulders, some days I don't, and I think outward recognition and outward reassurance really plays into that. For instance, if I'm posting on social media one day and I'm gaining all this recognition, I'm getting DMs, I'm getting follow after follow in one day, and then the next day it's a plateau, just a linear day, the media is just kind of died down for the day, 
and it's temporary. I know that it's not going to stay like this. It's just a day of a plateau. That imposter syndrome kicks in, and for me, that's been these past few days. Um, I try and serve myself well by saying that I don't need other recognition and other reassurance, but at the end of the day, we, we are human and we all inevitably need that recognition at some point, whether we want to admit it or not. Just not even from admitting what we have accomplished and then getting a, not even getting a pat on the back for talking about something we accomplished, but rather just someone looking at our at our content at our writing seeing what work we've been putting in looking from an outside view and just saying wow like great job it's as simple all the way to the point of you wearing a nice outfit and you like your outfit and instead of going out into the public and saying look at my outfit I love it you just admiring it within yourself but then there's that person that walks up to you and they're like wow I love your outfit that just That's that inevitable recognition that reminds us that we are not imposters in our own world. Everybody, no matter what age we're at, is experiencing something for the first time. We're all on this planet for the first time, and keeping that mindset is so important. It's easier said than done, though, to not think about being an imposter in our own world. Comparing ourselves to higher performing people and professionals with more experience in the industry is inevitable, whether that be you're a new author and you're looking up to people such as J.K. Rowling or others who are currently climbing in the industry such as Adam Silvera or Alex Astor. There's just so many different levels of authors and When you look at them on the surface, it's like, wow, I can find their book on any shelf. I'll never get to that point. But when you really dive deep into who these people are and what they went through to get to where they are, you will see that everybody's progress is not linear. Everybody starts from somewhere and you just have to keep that mind shift back to we are all experiencing everything for the first time. Everybody is at that beginning stage at some point. I think it's a really important visual to remember that everybody starts underground in that in their root and some roots take a long time to really stem and sprout while others it happens just like that. And depending on that bloom and on that flower, on that tree, on that fruit, is how long it's going to take you. And I have come to the solution, the conclusion, that the longer you stay rooted and underground, building that momentum, building that endurance and perseverance, and just building the thickness of that root and how strong you can hold, your bloom is going to just be even bigger. But that all just goes back to the idea that everybody can feel that imposter syndrome, Um, huge businesses and successful people in the publishing and book industry, writers who are seen in the New Yorker and in magazines time after time for their literary poise, is that rootness. They, They started from somewhere. They practiced, practiced, and practiced. I read something somewhere talking about 10,000 hours being put into it before any recognition. It's easy to just look up online and look up a certain author and who they're represented by, how they found that representation, how many publishers denied them, you will be very surprised. So although that imposter syndrome is inevitable, I have to remind myself of these things 
And even recording this podcast right now as I'm talking through this and reminding myself that it's okay, it really is okay. But that foundation is just so essential, that root that you give yourself because when you're underground in that root, it's just you. So it's taken me a while. I know I'm young, but it's taken me a while to get that individuality and independence of forming that root on my own because as much as we are eager for other people's help sometimes, at the end of the day, we are all our own person and that root is really up to you on how sturdy and firm you want it to be, how early, how long you want to wait for it to sprout. Just like that calling of keep your business private until it literally cannot be. Credentials in the field, in the book industry specifically, whether it is recognition for writing with an award or getting on the New York Times bestseller list or landing a dream literary agent that helps us get a seven-figure movie deal with a book that someone wrote, most of us don't get that. And that leaves me feeling like an imposter as a college student trying to join the conversation with nothing but my small business and social media to back it up, along with my work-in-progress novels and short story that have no publishing background at all. It's just people trusting my word that I completed National Novel Writing Month the past two years. You know what I mean? These credentials are what people strive for, And I'm just going to go back to the reason why I created this name Chronicles and Coffee is to prove that not everybody needs all these credentials all the time. It's more that mentality that everybody's voice is a credential enough that even though you don't have published novels, if you are someone like me who is an avid researcher and likes to learn about anything with every resource they can find, you probably know just as much as someone else. But to double over on that, the experience is just as amazing and gives you, if not even more, knowledge. Which is why if you have that imposter syndrome of, oh, I can't write a book, which is my least favorite phrase probably in this world, top five, just write it. You don't have to do anything past that. Writing the book is its own stage. Editing is a second stage. Querying for a agent is a third stage. On and on in their different stages. But writing that book in the beginning is knowledgeable in itself. You will experience what it's like to accomplish that the end phrase at the end of a novel. You'll be able to see how a story develops under your own hand. It's magical really to see your words written down you'll be able to understand your writing style there's so many things that you start to understand by just writing the dang book over not doing it at all because of that imposter syndrome you don't even have to tell anybody about it sit down for 30 minutes every night every morning just write out a few words as many as come to mind outline when you have your downtime on your lunch break do these little things and slowly you will realize what you like what you don't like and it it's it's mind-blowing really you you start to become less of an that feeling of imposter syndrome because you're like wow no I can I can relate to this interview of this famous author I, I know what they're talking about when they say that they hit that midpoint slump so you just have to go through those experiences and they don't have to be credential experiences I think when it comes to imposter syndrome in a creative field that acceptance is the most crucial mindset accepting vulnerability that you may or may not stick this out through 10 years you may or may not get that first agent that you want which most unlikely just based off of what I have seen I haven't experienced that myself I have not queried yet but from what I have seen and watched and heard 
in red. It's a long truck of a journey and you have to have acceptance. You have to accept the vulnerability that this may be a long road and that it is for a lot of people, but that everybody's road is different. Accept that your road is going to be different than everybody else's. Because let me just say this for a sixth time, everybody is experiencing living on this planet for the first time. As experienced as someone else may seem, they did everything that you are doing for the first time also for a first time at one point. And it's just important to know that it is never too late. You will never be close to perfect when you start. That's just inevitable. And I actually do have some people that are going to be coming on the show who are going to share their experiences and chronicles. That's the whole basis around my interviews on top of learning about them as people, of course, and their works, their books, what they do in the industry. My goal for Chronicles and Coffee is for you to take this understanding of imposter syndrome, vulnerability, acceptance, knowledge about books and reading and writing and to apply it all and feel comfortable and casual in these effective conversations that I'm going to be having with people that everybody's chronicles, whether that be what they write or their own experiences, are different. But we can all have similar goals. We can all want to be in this industry. We can all want to have a chat famous people which how do you even define famous that's for another time it's just the most important for me to identify and share that everybody's journeys are different and that nothing is linear and that everybody learns their ways their writing style gets their ideas in different ways there's no right or wrong way because believe me i have gone through phases where i go on youtube and type in how to find ideas for a book and that will get you nowhere but hopefully through experiences and chronicles of people that I share through interviews on this podcast as well as through myself I can help you figure out you know what you want to show and talk about in this industry and prove that everybody's different everybody is on winding self-made paths that are unique to you and that everything will happen you're not an imposter you can't be an imposter in your own path like it's your path how are you gonna be imposing on your own path it, it just it just doesn't work like that but again i have to remind myself this like every day and on top of the acceptance after that is consistency consistency is a pattern of discipline over motivation i have learned that if you just rely on motivation you will never be consistent you have to be disciplined you have to just break bad old habits They don't necessarily have to be bad, but if you want to just improve them, figure out what works for you and be disciplined to do it every day. I promise you will not be motivated to do something every day. I was not motivated to write 5,000 words every day for 20 days straight, but I did it and I was able to print off an 85, 86,000 word novel 10 days before NaNoWriMo even finished. The end result? Absolutely fantastic, mindset-wise. And I was definitely not motivated. Thinking about doing that now, no way. But that discipline made me consistent and that consistency helped me overcome that imposter syndrome that, oh, I can't write a book in a month. Yes, you can. It's accept that you can, create that pattern of discipline that leads to consistency, that leads 
to accomplished feelings, accomplished goals, accomplished resolutions, which is perfect for the new year. This is coming out less than two weeks after the new year. Goals, resolutions, they are just, they are there for you and use them to your advantage. Use them to create these new habits of discipline and consistency to lead to that motivation. I'm rambling now, but imposter syndrome is just such a big topic, especially in the creative field. It definitely is in every field of work, but as a creative who is still very young, just trying to get a foot in the door and trying to help other people get a foot in the door, it is my goal to just share these experiences and my own and hopefully have a lending hand out to those who experience this on the daily because you are not alone. So remember you have to start at ground zero. But technically roots on trees and plants and flowers are below zero to begin with. So think about that. You have to start. And that's the other thing is you have to start. So hopefully this motivates you to just start whatever it is, whether it be to pants or outline a book that you have been meaning to do and write, uh, whether that be working out, eating healthy, reading that book that's been staring you down on your shelf, which I have about 50 of right now after the holiday break. Imposter syndrome is inevitable, but it's really up to you to overcome that through that acceptance, discipline, consistency, and you will get motivated. I have watched and read and listened to many people talk about imposter syndrome, but it's never really been talked about in a way that I wanted to present it in just this casual way of, hey, I'm here. I deal with it every day, especially these past few days. I'm a small business trying to figure it out as well and that you're not alone. And I hope that this episode was able to kind of let you sit back and relax. Hopefully you have that cup of coffee. I am actually without one right now, which is unbelievable since coffee is in the name of this show but I'm gonna go get one after this now that I say that so anyways I hope you enjoyed this episode um if you did you can go down to the description and see all of the other links and website that I have with the show we have chroniclesandcoffee.com slash podcast to find all the podcasts right on my website or you can find the show on Spotify and many other uh, podcast browsing websites. I also have my Twitter, which is Livy2Chronicles, two as in the number two, and then my Instagram, Chronicles and Coffee, which is more on the book-related side, just kind of posting what I've been reading, and then my website, which you can find just at chroniclesandcoffee.com, shows all about book reviews of indie authors and authors of Twitter that I've met and so much more so I hope you'll head over to those as well. I also have a YouTube channel which is more on the personal get to know me side, college life, book chats. If you're interested in that all of my platforms have something different to offer. Definitely look into all of that. One last thing is that I am going to start coming out with a weekly newsletter with digital products, wrap-ups, and exclusive insights to further content and so much more. Um, so if you are interested in signing up for that for free to get free products and free information in the book industry and with Chronicles and Coffee to join the conversation even more, 
please head over to my website and a pop-up box will come up with to input your email. That's all you have to do. You can also find a subscription form at the bottom of the website as well. If you have any inquiries for me, you can post on the forums on my page. I love to chat or you can email me directly on my page and I hope to hear from you soon and I hope you'll come back for more exciting episodes to come and I will see you soon. Bye! Thank <music> you.